listening to BuddhistGeeks.com, January 8th, 2007, Episode 1, Meet the Geeks. In this episode, the founding members of Buddhist Geeks, Vincent Horn, Gwyn Bell, and myself, Ryan Olke, discuss the vision of Buddhist Geeks and the format of our site, as well as briefly mention some of our future podcast interviewees. We hope you enjoy this podcast, and please feel free to share your comments on the podcast post. If you're interested in sponsoring our podcast, please visit www.buddhistgeeks.com forward slash advertise. It all started back when Ryan and I were talking about how there wasn't really much in the Budo blogosphere that we were really interested in. Like there were some great sites and a lot of people quoting cool stuff on their sites and um, just wasn't the kind of thing that we're really excited about and the kind of conversations we're interested in having like we're sitting there in the coffee shop talking about practice and talking about some geeky you know uh stages of insight and stages of concentration and you know what's actually happening in our practices and and comparing notes and trying to understand each other's traditions um talking about different contemporary issues that people who are practitioners have to deal with and we were like wow it'd be really cool to bring these kind of conversations to a larger broader audience and so that was kind of that was the impetus for buddhist geeks and that's uh, the main reason that i'm interested in in contributing to it and helping mold it mm-hmm. yeah i always felt that there there was that hole that most of the dharma that i read either in books or on the uh, blogosphere tend to just be either from the traditional standpoint, like here are the teachings and this is what you do with that. Um, then occasionally you get a little bit like about practice in modern society, but it's more so that modern times are the problem usually like that. So it's not really a discussion about like how our practice is changing in order to meet um, our culture where it's at. So I think that's part of what I'd like to see here is have these dynamic conversations that go beyond just the sort of traditional discussions if that makes sense yeah and we have um gwen who just joined us recently and she's she spent some time i know studying zen in japan hey y'all hey (laughs) y'all so she she definitely has an interesting perspective there neither ryan nor i have actually spent time in the countries uh the traditions we're practicing in so she has a really interesting perspective in that way yeah and i think you know like definitely what I learned in Japan was kind of how to merge these modern and traditional vibes, you know, like kind of what I'm seeing in the West is this attempt to, to merge these things. And like the, sometimes we succeed at doing that and sometimes we don't. So, um, same in the East. I mean, they're trying to incorporate more Western values and, um, it's just funny, like to see it from, from both sides, like, I think, you know, Japan, the Japanese are like, there's this constant push for modernization. And over here, we're kind of trying to get back to the roots or mm-hmm. whatever. So, right. it's just an interesting dynamic. So. The merging is another thing that I'm interested in, I, especially considering our geeky team we have here. Is mm-hmm. that in the West, not only do we have like traditional forms of Buddhism meeting the modern times, but we're having all these different traditions merging at once. So, as a practitioner, I have access immediately to 
insight teachers to Tibetan Buddhist teachers, Zen teachers, Pure Land teachers all at once. Whereas the traditional countries, Japan, Tibet, China, they didn't really have that. They more had the bare bones Buddhism coming to them, and then that started taking cultural forms. Mm. At least that's how I've seen it in the history. So、mm. I think that's pretty interesting, and I wonder how that's going to play out over time, because it seems like Westerners we do sort of tap into other traditions, even if we're Situated in one, so I might be a Tibetan Buddhist practitioner, but I certainly have plenty of Zen books. Sure. And having the three of us here, coming from three different traditions, sort of fits that discussion. I think. Absolutely.、Mm-hmm. I, I think another interesting things、um, that we're all in our twenties.、Yeah. Oh right. We're all twenty somethings,、uh, ranging from twenty three to twenty seven. Twenty-eight. Twenty-eight. Sorry, <laughs> had to bring it up. <laughs> so, I think you know. I've noticed. I don't know if you guys have seen this, but in a lot of retreats and、uh, communities that I've been involved in, there's there really aren't that many twenty-somethings in relation to the larger demographic, which is generally like、um, around the boomer age. Most、mm-hmm. uh, women in the tradition I'm practicing in insight meditation, and、mm. I think it's interesting for a number of reasons, but. I wonder where are where are the twenty somethings and what are they thinking, and how can we contribute to the sort of Gen Y Buddhism? That's right. A question. And that's an interesting question to see what our、um, impetus is for our generation, because the Boomer generation they were the ones to really bring the Dharma here and to really establish that. But maybe that's part of the issue. I mean, I really don't know. But maybe twenty somethings are sort of wandering around in this. Sort of unknown place in practice. I don't know. Well, again, it comes down to like there are so many options available that it's very hard to focus in on one.、Right. Like, you know, we just have this like pick and choose approach, like buffet yeah, style, yeah. <laughs> you know, approach to spirituality,、right. so, which can be beneficial and it can also be. Dangerous. Yeah, that goes back to what I was saying. That because、mm. we have that right in front of us. You go to Barnes and Noble, and you have like、mm-hmm. I mean, just all those books right there. What do you、Seems、do with、so. that? I mean, I imagine a lot of folks just get confused. I felt confused just even one tradition trying to decide what should I practice. You know, let alone having all these wonderful world traditions. Which I think you know we're we are we are playing into that in a sense because we're going to offer like. Variety of podcasts from a variety of speakers, but our our interviewees. But <clears throat> also, I think we're going to give people an opportunity to narrow their focus, like、mm, yeah. to make a choice.、Mm-hmm. I mean, because ultimately, you do have to pick a practice and stick with it.、Mm-hmm. I mean,、mm-hmm. yeah, yeah. I like that we'll be merging our experience as practitioners right in the midst of a path with really experienced. Teachers and practitioners in our podcast, I think having us discuss what our experiences are like right now in the midst of it, rather than feeling like we're sort of passive in this whole process of Buddhist practice,、mm-hmm. that this is a, a neat merging with that.、Absolutely. Also, seems like we're going to be wanting to bring a lot of. Our listeners and our readers、yes. to the to the、mm-hmm. conversation and have them contribute in a really meaningful way,、um, either through the comments that they leave on our blog or through the feedback that we get on who they want to you know who they want to hear in our podcasts. Yes, like what teachers they're interested in, in hearing more about or what kind of questions they want answered. What's going on in their practice? So letting、mm-hmm. them lead us, basically. Yeah, yeah. yeah I think that's 
I'm glad you brought that up because that's the, probably one of the most important things of this whole site is to, that if we don't have readers and people interested in what's going on and actually talking about it, then I don't really see a point in it, you know? So I think that has to be integral to what we do. Maybe we could mention um, specifically who we've interviewed so far and who we have in mind. Okay. Kind of. Right. We have some intergroups going on. Intergroups. <laughs> yeah. Going on today and tomorrow. Yeah, right. we do. Yeah. So, let's Gwen, start there. Yeah, you're interviewing who today and tomorrow? Today, Fleet Mall, for the second time. I'm totally pumped because awesome. he is such an, an incredible teacher. That's great. And, um, yeah, just really looking forward to having a, another conversation with him. Like, every chance I get to, like, interact with Fleet... I do, because he's just putting out so much good energy into the world, and I love him. And then, tomorrow is uh, Stuart Davis, and I only just met him at at, uh, somebody's birthday party, (laughs) and uh, we spent about an hour chatting at the bar and having a beer, and uh, just found him to be such a, you know, dynamic and, like, just energetic i mean he just had a baby and he's you know yeah i saw he didn't but his wife did and (laughs) um but still has this incredible capacity to like energize a room like Mm -hmm. i don't know like how do you do that he's just got a lot of and he's a zen practitioner he sure is as far as i know soto Mm -hmm. and uh and fleet is with the shambhala tradition but he has a lot of crossover between shambhala and zen too Uh so and Stuart, I'll be interviewing tomorrow. Should be a fun, Great. really fun yes. time. Mm-hmm. How about y'all? Well, Vince interviewed Alan Wallace, as we mentioned on the site already. Yep. Um, and uh, Daniel Ingram. Yep. So you can, I don't know, say a couple... Yeah, I, I talked to Alan. Um, actually just emailed him. found his email address on his site and said, hey... We're starting this cool Buddhist geeky project. Do you want to talk to us? And he was right away got back with me and uh, made some time to to talk. And we talked about some really cool stuff, um, mostly related to Buddhism, uh, science, um, shamatha, which is concentration practice. He talked a lot about that, and also talked to a friend and uh, teacher of mine, Daniel Ingram, who is a Theravada practitioner. And um, not a very well-known guy, but very interesting perspectives on enlightenment and practice and um, very geeky about certain maps that can be used to, to describe the territory that one might traverse if they're practicing certain techniques. So both of those should be really interesting. So I interviewed Phil Stanley. Uh, he's another person that maybe people don't know about too much. He's in the Shambhala community and a professor at Naropa University. Very, very geeky, um, as you all find out. He uh, studied at University of Virginia with uh, Jeffrey Hopkins, who I'm sure many of you know. We'll probably talk to him multiple times, I'm sure. Um, he has so much knowledge on, uh, across the board in Buddhism. That's his thing. The academic route is a big part of what he has done in his life. But he also is a really committed practitioner in the Shambhala community and Natarta Institute and really dedicated to the studying um, the the view sort of of the path in Buddhism. So, and then we have uh, Reggie Ray, hopefully lined up. He's said yes to an interview, so not yet recorded that, but um, perhaps by the time this podcast airs, 
we will have that interview. We're not sure what we'll talk to him about, but it will be good for sure. Um, and uh, Diane Hamilton, actually, we plan to talk with her. I'll probably talk with her. Um, she doesn't know it yet. <laughs> <laughs> She's going to buy this. If you're listening, Diane, we want to talk to you. <laughs> so, uh, which brings up a pretty important po- point. Um, uh, we're talking a lot about men right yes, now. Yes, yes. Kind of the, the masculine side of things. And yeah. we, we hope to incorpor- incorporate women's voices and the female and the feminine Definitely. Um, into this project as well, like to the degree that we can. A lot, there's been a very heavy male slant on things mm-hmm. and i think women in their 20s and 30s like the the audience that we're going to probably be talking right. a lot with um uh-huh. we need to have them hearing some female voices too definitely hearing sure. how women are incorporating this into their lives as well yeah so. sort of the way the format of the site is going to work is that we're going to plan on uh, every week having a podcast on Monday, Monday morning. And that'll either be an interview with a teacher, um, scholar, advanced practitioner, someone that we really respect, admire, and has a, an interesting perspective to offer. And those will be about um, 10, 15 minutes. So it's something nice to di- digest and also to really think about, reflect on, and comment on so we all have time to really engage each other with that. And then we'll also be putting up two written posts each week um, from either one of the three of us or people that want to contribute um, guest posts, people that have interesting things to say and want to turn it into sort of a a high-quality essay, I guess. Mm -hmm. And we'll be hoping to stir up a lot of comments around those, those posts. And some of them will be controversial. Some of them will, you know, take certain perspectives on that aren't all that popular just for the sake of maybe having a conversation uh, and others will be less so but um, definitely look look for those and if you say something crazy Vince will delete you <laughs> oh yeah that's uh, that's a, we, we want to stir up conversation but we don't want complete you know uh, disregard for other people's perspectives so yeah respect you know, people respect yeah. R-E-S-P-C-T. And if there's an area that you feel like we're not covering, please let us know. Like, send us some comments or, you know, personal emails, and we will look into that straight away and see how we can incorporate, you know, that into the site. Because we're looking to grow through this, too. I mean, like, the three of us are definitely seeing this as a growth project. So we don't expect to have all the answers or even pretend to. So let us know if we're missing something. Even if it seems really obvious, please let us know. This has been a presentation of BuddhistGeeks.com, copyright 2007. Music in this podcast provided by Seed for Chaos. For more great music and writing, visit his blog at www.seedforchaos.com. Join us for the fourth annual Buddhist Geeks Conference, hosted in partnership with Mindful Cyborgs and Shambhala Sun from October 16th through the 19th in beautiful Boulder, Colorado. This year's conference will be exploring the convergence of Buddhism with modern culture and technology through informative keynote presentations, idea-packed TED-style talks, self-organizing community dialogues, and contemplative workshops and practice periods. This year's list of presenters includes the world's most quantified man, Chris Dancy, 
Abbot of the village Zendo in New York City, Roshi Pat Enkyo O'Hara, and Pragmatic Dharma Provocateur Daniel Ingram, as well as many others. For more information and to register, visit BuddhistGeeks.com conference. After nearly a year in private beta, the Buddhist Geeks Network is now open for any independent practitioners who want to engage in interdependent practice. You can find out more about the Buddhist Geeks Network by visiting BuddhistGeeks.network. And if you'd like to join the community and join us in regular social meditation practice or other events that we host there in the network, all freely offered, you're very welcome to do so, again, by visiting BuddhistGeeks.network. Love to see you there.